The Baco Tunes Podcast is back with a double shot of what you need, my friend. This is special episode 54 of the Baco Tunes Podcast brought to you by Bakotopia.com. In two parts with me, your humble host, Matt Munoz. This time featuring Bakersfield homeboys, Adima. Yes, that Adima. The band who've been living the rock and roll life, surviving among the wolves and synthetic friends of the industry. And on tour right now in support of their new immortal record CD, Kill the Headlights. Available on August 21st. You better go get it. Adima is one of rock's most interesting stories to tell, and it's definitely destined for an episode of VH1's Behind the Music. But not yet, okay? Check this out. Adima scores a big major label record deal with Arista at the end of the 90s, a headlining tour around the globe, the main stage of OzFest, rave reviews from critics and fans, endorsements galore, and all the benefits that come with being a rock star. Now, I'm sure you can figure out the rest. Then, it was gone. Arista drops the band, and that's where the rest of the story begins. In this first part of my two-part episode, 54 of the Baco Tunes podcast, Adima bassist Dave Drew talks about living life for rock and roll and sacrificing it all for Adima. Musicians out there listening, you better take notes. you also hear some new Adima music at the end. So stay tuned. This is episode 54 of the Baco Tunes podcast brought to you by Bakotopia.com. Part one. So you guys are on tour at the moment promoting the, the upcoming release of the new CD, which is called? Uh, Kill the Headlights. How's the live response been while you guys have been on tour? I think the fans have been reacting really well, man. They, they, they love the new songs. And, um, you know, we've, and actually some of the older songs we haven't played in a while. You know, we, there's some songs that we'll, we'll pull out some new surprises, you know, out of the bag of tricks and uh, throw those at them, too. It's been, it's been really cool, though. The response to the new songs has been amazing. You know, we're really excited about the record, so it's fun for us to play some new material as well. You yourself, Dave Drew, being in the biz all these years, you know, how do you manage to, to stay focused? I mean, if you love what you do, I think it's easy to stay focused, you know, and regardless of what you do, you know what I mean? It's, it's whatever your profession is, whatever you choose to do with your life, if you're happy doing what you're doing, then it's, it's pretty easy to stay on the path. For me, it's I've always, rock and roll's kind of been my saving grace. I mean, it's saved my life, you know? And that's probably kind of a cliche thing that people say, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm walking the walk, man. You know, it's 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 not a... I, this is, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do since I was 12 years old, you know, and not many people get to do that. So, I mean, every day is a blessing. What goes through your head when you look back and think about all the things that have happened to you guys? Oh, man, you know what? It's, it's, it's nothing but fond memories. You know, that was a great time in, in our lives. That was a good time in rock and roll. You know, it was a bit surreal, and everybody in the band kind of reacted to us differently. And I think some people, it was, it, was, it, was hard. it was hard on all of us to agree, I think, harder than others, you know? The thing is, even at the time, man, I mean, I, I embraced it. I took it head on. You know, I've had so many ups down in my life, even before that. I kind of was like, you know, anything that's here, it's going to go away eventually. You know, when you, if you understand that and embrace it, and you, can, and you can live in the, in the now, and you, and, you know, you kind of roll with it, you know? I look back at the good old days, and I think that was cool, and I think that we can get back there again, you know? Now, both of the previous vocalists, uh, Mark and Luke, it's no secret that there was always kind of a little bit of... It was kind of shaky for those guys being in the lead vocalist role and, you know, kind of being up in the in the front of the band. What do you think they yeah. those, those two had some problems? Well, I think it was a very different set of circumstances for both those guys. Obviously, the common thread they have is that, you know, kind of just didn't feel like they wanted to do it anymore. And I think a big part of it is just, is touring is really is really hard, you know. And people think it's, it's you know, glamorous and it's, it's uh, every night is like, you know, champagne and, and chicks and all this stuff. And it's not, you know, there's a lot of hard work involved, you know what I mean? And especially now, you know, we're wearing a lot more hats than we used to. We obviously, you know, are doing a lot more of the work ourselves. We don't have a big crew. I mean, we're out here in a van, right, towing a trailer right now. But, you know, people think that this is something that they want to do. And then when they actually immerse themselves into it, that's what separates the men from the boys, you know? There's <laughs> people out there that would, be, would, like, die to be in the position that we're in right now. It would switch places with us in a heartbeat. Once they get here, they're like, man, you know, I don't know if I can deal with this. Because, I mean, you, you know, I can't deal with getting three hours of sleep a day and not seeing my friends or my family. You know, that's, that's, that's and being gone for a year, yeah. you know? It kind of gets back to what I said earlier. If you love what you do, then you make sacrifices. And 
nothing in life worth having comes without, without sacrifice. Do you still speak to uh, Mark and Luke on occasion? I do, actually. I just talked to Mark uh, recently. He's doing good. He actually lives in Bakersfield and is, is doing his thing. I wish those guys nothing but the best. You know, I don't have any ill feelings. I mean, just things just didn't work out, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I hope that they find success in whatever it is that they're, they're trying to do. It would be pretty unrock and roll and, and it'd be hypocritical for me to, to quit doing what I love just because what one or two guys don't want to do this anymore. It's not fair to, to the rest of us. To me or Tim, you know, Tim Fleckie or Chris Coles to just stop because one or two guys don't want to do it, you know? And actually, you know, I'm finding Bobby and, and Ed is kind of, uh, you know, this, I honestly feel like they're the missing pieces of the puzzle. Why did you decide to keep the name alive? 60% of the band, you know, the majority of the band is still there. I mean, we own the name, you know, and it's like, and we actually thought long and hard about that too. Like, do we, should we just start with something fresh, bring in a whole new thing? But these songs are so good though. It's like, why would we just throw away that whole catalog of music and let those songs die when, when only a couple of components need to be replaced? And that was just something that we, we actually, amongst ourselves, you know, we had to, we kind of, there was some debate about that. So hard to come up with band names anyway. That's kind of the last thing that you really worry about because the music kind of does the talking. It's like, what's, you know, what's in the name? The name isn't really that important. But the thing is, is the name is, we, we established the demon. We, we busted our asses to make a demon what it was. And, uh, sacrifice that because one or two people weren't into it that would be cheating ourselves when you hear bobby and ed i mean it's like this song sounds better than they ever have and they're great songs tell me a little bit about bobby and, and ed what what can you tell me about those guys it's great addition very talented and, and actually you know they contribute this, this band is all chiefs to no indians man everyone's got an ego and everyone has a lot of talent we, we don't surround ourselves with yes people they they're strong solid songwriters and uh they want they want to tour the world and, and uh set people on fire so that's yeah. what we're here to do Excellent. What what about uh, how are Chris and, and Tim doing, man? Are they just over there chilling out, laying down? Yeah, they're doing really well. You know, Chris is still uh, he's actually been really into his mixed martial arts. He's he's, he's been studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> yeah. the last several years. Trained with them. the Gracies and Torrance. He lives down in uh, in uh, San Diego now. Fluggy's like been living in Santa Monica for a few years. He's got a two-year-old son. They're doing really well. I'm still living in Bakersfield. I mean, obviously you know that, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the one holding down the fort for Baco, man. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Tell me about the the new CD, Kill the Headlights man how did that come out i mean you're obviously excited about it. you guys are on tour things are looking good but i haven't heard it yet so what what can you tell me and what can you tell the the, the listeners out there just the best stuff we've ever written man i mean it's, we had like basically a year to write songs and not have the pressure of a record label oh, man you, you know we gotta squeeze this other record out you only got a few months i think that one of the, the strengths of this record is that we really took some time to kind of develop and kind of bond with these guys you know musically and demo, and, and uh, kind of get everyone's expression in on on the songs yeah we just had a wealth of songs to choose from we had like 40 some songs since you guys were split up all over the place how often were you guys getting together and where were you guys uh recording and, and writing and stuff we actually all of us have a have a pro tools um, system at home so we can kind of actually email each other song ideas you know someone will come up with like an idea or riff and then email it to us and we'll listen to it oh that's cool and kind of and send back some other stuff or like you know make comments on it and then we'll get together and jam you know on the couple of weeks, maybe on a weekend like one or two weekends a month where are you guys practice at here in bakersfield or in la uh, a little both we've got we'll, we'll practice at studios in bakersfield you know and uh and in undisclosed location in bakersfield or uh we would uh <laughs> we'll, we'll get studios down in la just run a lockout you know so when was when is the cd going to be released uh, August 21st is, is the release date. August 21st, and 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 on what label now? What what do you guys got going on? I know it's a, a, attached with Immortal, but can you describe a little bit about how that's working? Um, Immortal Records, uh, the single's actually going out today. It's going, been going out for ads, so um, we actually just got some some phone calls in this morning, a bunch a bunch of stations, emails that have been adding adding, uh, adding cold and jaded. So hopefully we'll be hearing it there and in Bakersfield.
you know, we've known each other as, as fellow musicians and stuff all these years, man. I've seen you playing since you're, you know, sex art, all that stuff. And, you know, you know why? And I always see you running, you know, I run into you in Bakersfield all the time, downtown at the clubs and all that stuff. Why are you so still so connected to Bakersfield? You know what? It's um, all my friends and, and my family are there. And uh, I mean, I've lived, you know, I've moved away for years here and there at the time. lived in L.A. and Orange County. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm going all the time anyway. I mean, my, you know, my part of my job is traveling. So when I'm home, it's nice to kind of uh, bring myself back down to earth and just, you know, go go to the bar and, and see some same dude I've known since fifth grade or something. And it's, you know, they can they can uh, talk smack to me, and it's not like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not a, I'm not a rock star when I'm in Bakersfield. I'm just I'm just Drew sitting at the bar. You know? <laughs> I so hear you, man. I, it's kind of humbling, and, and it's 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 just a comfort zone too, man. I, I like Bakersfield. Bakersfield's home to me. I definitely, I just think when I when I'm home, I want to be home, and, and Bakersfield definitely makes me feel at home. Hey, what now? Where did you guys just leave last night? Where did you guys play last night? We were in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, and then we uh, we actually had a day off yesterday, and and, uh, and uh, spent it fixing the, our trailer. The hitch on our trailer was messed up, so that's that's what I got to do on my day off. We had a show in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, so we had then we had to drive like 300 something miles, and we had a day off driving you know 300 miles to Falls Church, Virginia, and then we have tomorrow off, and then wow. we're gonna be in, uh, in New York. It's good to talk to you again, man. It's always nice talking to you. Always, I love the optimism of Dave Daru, which is always, you know, you're 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 always on point. All right, brother. All right, take care. Thank you. Here's the latest single by Adema, Cold and Jaded, off their new CD, Kill the Headlights. For all those who have been took, then you better take another.
Thanks, Dave. Stay tuned for part two of my exclusive interview with Adima and vocalist Bobby Reeves coming up next. Are you ready? This is part two of the Baco Tunes podcast, episode 54 with Adima, brought to you by Bakotopi.com. All right, please welcome Bobby Reeves from Adima and another new song off the brand new Adima CD, Kill the Headlights. Well, how's it going, man? How's it going for you right now? Oh, it's awesome. I'm having a great time. Now, how, how long okay. have you been with Edema? Um, since February 05. Actually, a little February 05 when we went on tour to Alaska. See, because I remember, okay, the first time I saw you perform with Edema was at the 2006 Festival of Beers in Bakersfield. That was the first time. And then I met you there, and it was like, it was hotter than hell out there. But you were like yeah. really energetic, and you kept it together up there in the in the hot Bakersfield heat. Um, yeah, we've been we've been doing that every night, so it's like, you know. Keep up, keep the morale up, keep the enthusiasm going, and just and, and knock it out, you know. Well, now you know you are now the established lead vocalist of a band that's kind of seen its share of changes over the years. How was it stepping into the shoes as the lead vocalist of the band? I mean, because you are number three now. Yeah, I mean, you know, people get I get that question a lot, but uh, if you saw the response from the people that, that we've been playing for, that uh, that it, it made me feel a lot better. I've actually gotten a lot of a lot of people say some really 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 cool things about it that were you know anytime you're doing that man it's you know it's a tough gig you know what i mean but at the same time you know it's just music it's just songs i'm gonna get up there and blister them and i'm gonna blister the stage i'm gonna do my thing and you can like it or you don't you know what i mean but um i've gotten a really good really 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 positive response from really hardcore fans that were like very skeptical and whatever and you know i get up there i do my thing and i've you know i'm not you know one thing is that it's you know, I've been doing this for a long time, you know, and I'm, I'm a Edema fan myself, you know, so, you know, I don't want to follow someone else's path. I've been doing this just longer than he has, you know, the first guy. And Marky's a great dude. I, I'm a fan of Marky. I like I like the songs he writes. I think he's a great front man, a great singer. And I, you know, I, I would never, ever say anything bad about the guy in my life, no matter how I just, it's, it's not my style. You know what I mean? Doing the old songs. And we're killing them, and we're doing new stuff, and we're just moving on and uh, and uh, letting the chips fall where they go. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I know that it's one of those touchy subjects, but I've gotten a really good response. A lot of people take me under their wing and, and actually said, you know what, bro? You got a lot of balls. Thanks for coming, bringing these guys back. They're one of my favorite bands. It sounds great. I can't wait to hear new stuff. And people are cool about it, you know? Yeah. So it's... Uh, it was a little scary at first, but now I'm pretty pretty pumped about it. So you know, I've been watching Edema since the since the very beginning. You're really really impressive, man. Really good, very talented. So. Thanks, I appreciate it, That's man. It means a, a lot, man. Thing. We're getting our road log uh, road logs. That's <laughs> what so I feel like. No, our road legs on, yeah. and we're really getting we're like bonding and getting tighter and come up with stuff, and we're just. We're actually best friends. I mean, at the bottom line, I mean, whatever it comes down to, this is my be- this is my family. You know, this is all I, I don't have anything else. You know, yeah. no, you know. Were you a member of any other? Were you in any other Bakersfield bands before you got the gig with Edema? No, I was in LA, but I was in a band called Level, who really That's right. had a really big buzz going in Bakersfield. Actually, a lot of people thought we were from Bakersfield, but because we were there a lot, we yeah. we kind of took Bakersfield under our wing, and we had like I had a lot more friends in Bakersfield than I do in Los Angeles. Just, I don't know why, but I showed up there one day out of the blue. We picked a city on the map. I said, let's just go to a new city and just go. And I, you know, had some money. We're gonna go from the label, and uh, we're just gonna go hit up a city somewhere cool. And we just drove there in a car, mm-hmm. and ended up meeting some people and staying for four days. <laughs> so, we'll tell you that story on a different interview, though. <laughs> that's I, I can't remember that, but it wouldn't matter. So. That's 
cool. That's cool, man. You know, you know, as the new guy, when you first came in, was it was it intimidating to speak up at like some of the first rehearsals and the songwriting, or was the band open to you just to say, you know, hey, Bobby, you know, tell us what tell us what this band needs? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's always a little intimidating when you first meet somebody, but you know, you ever met somebody before and you kind of like, I don't know, you, you just you feel like you've known them for twenty years. I know that sounds fucking cliche, but it's true. Like you kind of just snap, you click with them. Just everyone's guards down, and, and there's like it's just all open flow. They let their guard down pretty fast and we pretty much just started throwing ideas out at each other and it gets better and stronger every day you know just like with anybody you know I mean the longer you know them the tired you get and you start to learn people's faults and strengths and weaknesses and try to you know work around them and understand stuff so I mean it, it's definitely keep five guys together and everyone's got a completely different personality and everyone's got a lot of ideas it's there's definitely a magic trick involved to it, you know? And it's kind of, you know, kind of my job to kind of put out some fires, and then Dave's job to put out some fires, and we, we, we switch hats a lot. So talk about being, uh, have good good spirits. Our, you know, our bus got broke down in El Paso, locked up with locks. I'll tell you that story. We left it, left it behind, still haven't got it back yet. So we just gained good spirits. We said, let's get rent of cars and a 12-pack and knock it out. Let's just drive, and we'll, we'll handle it. We'll worry about it later. Not a problem at all. I decided to sleep under Dave's seat. <laughs> and I did it for about three in a minivan, bro. I'm laying on the ground in embryo style. Not even compl- I'm happy to be there. Laying on my head on a roll of toilet paper. Excited. I'm just, is anyone going to use this? I even checked first. Is anyone going to use this? I laid on it. And I wake up about, you know those weird times where you, no one's supposed to be awake? It's like 4, 11 in the morning. Yeah. And, we're, and I'm driving and there's corn nuts dropping on my face. <laughs> and like a ham sandwich on my back. And I, I look up and Dave's staring at me. Goes, Sorry, bro. I just I got a little hungry on the road, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, got food. Like I'm like, that's cool, you know. And instead of getting mad, I, I kind of had a realization because this is my third night under Dave's seat, uh-huh. on, on the ground, on a little bit, little area. And I go, you know what, dude? I'm the dirty little man that lives under your seat. So, <laughs> and now I'm like the little hobbit that lives under the seat, and I just pick up the crumbs on the ground. So anyway, you're the seat goblin. <laughs> Well, that, that's that's the type of story that that some of the aspiring bands out there need to hear because that might just petrify them from ever wanting to go on tour. Yeah, they're I mean, gonna know if they really back. want it or not. Yeah, if someone just snatches the bus from me, what are you gonna do? You gonna try <laughs> and go back to mommy? <laughs> no, you're go gonna have ham sandwiches. I'm gonna go with ham sandwiches and corn nuts falling on you. Yeah, and I don't even my sandwiches. I mean, other people's crumbs. <laughs> Right on. You know, I was just, I just listened to the to the new track Cold and Jaded from the upcoming CD Kill the Headlights. You know, it's definitely it's got a lot of catchy. It's you guys uh Dave was just telling me that it's just released to radio today. Is yeah, that the deal? it got added today, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, how excited are you about about getting the CD out to the masses finally? I'm excited about it, but I'm super pumped. I'm just a show and tell kind of guy. I like to push on. I want to see it. I want action. I like to grab things by the in my hand. Yeah. Push them, you know what I mean? I, I'm a very uh hands-on person, so I like kind of going to denial until I see it kind of just before my eyes. <laughs> it's kind of like when you know you're going to Disneyland, but you're not really there yet. You're just kind of driving. The anticipation. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, I'm living. I'm having the best time of life. I'm on the road, going to a different city. I'm already having a blast. You know, that was just there's this little like we just had a huge, uh, huge thing. We're, the featured artist for Best Buy and Walmart now. Really. And uh, we just got an email of our new Best Buy commercial that's going to be on TV and all. I'm just getting hit with all this stuff so fast. You kind of just. 
put it in your little pocket, and then one day it just kind of all hits did you hear that? That was me going off the road. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there, a, is there is there a video for Cold and Jaded? Did you guys make um, one? Actually, that's weird. That's in discussion right now. So I don't. We're we're uh, working on that. We actually shot a video for. We had a bunch of songs. People were like, we wrote a lot of songs and actually leaked some demo versions of the songs that were never like on the internet, and they kind of got out there and crazy. And fans are like all into them, and and we wrote so many other songs. Those didn't even make it to the record just because we had to pick and choose. Yeah, and people are like, "Want it?" And we actually shot a video for a song called "Human Nature," a really killer video. But um, and that's not even on the record. So yeah, I mean, hopefully we get to do this one soon. And you, you guys uh, can do like yeah. a like a, a second kind of like an EP with the unreleased songs. You think you might be do, doing something like that? We're totally discussing that. We have so many songs. It's just like it's weird. Like they're attacking us, going, "What? Are you? Like we're taking them away from them?" I was like, "Wow, I didn't know there was that much of a, a buzz." It kind of made me feel good. I didn't, you know. I didn't know that they were into them that much, you know? Well, but you yeah, guys... we actually really have serious discussion about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you guys have, you know, the band, I was t telling Dave, you know, uh, after all these years, the band has always still maintained a presence, no matter what, if the band was looking for a vocalist or not touring or anything, not recording, the band has always kind of stayed in the public eye or something like that. So it's obviously, it's obvious that that has worked in the band's favor to always stay in touch with the fans. So that's You actually good, just good quoted thing. one of our new songs. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying is totally true, man, and it's like, it, it you know, it, it does make the path uh, you know for me they paved the road and then they you know they brought in the new sheriff and i'm in there just making sure that it stays paved that's all i gotta say that's beautiful uh, but the, we have a new song another single called all these years and it's you just said after all these years so we'll, little pun there for the kids no but um that song is there are actually going to be it's on our little the samplers that are going to the radio stations so actually should give you one when we get back yeah definitely, check definitely. It out. well we look forward to the cd coming out man on on uh, august 21st man what are you guys going to do the day that it comes out you guys going to throw a rager or what yeah, actually, what are we doing on the 21st, Dave? Do you know? August. Yeah, on a day, CD release party? Uh, Hopefully something with midgets and confetti, I guess. I don't know <laughs> I can think of if I'm just throwing ideas out there. <laughs> well, hey, well, thanks a lot, Bobby. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Sound like you guys oh, are having yeah, a lot man. of fun, Thank man. you, man, for, yeah, man, I appreciate you talking to us, and, and, and uh, I'd like to, ha I haven't met you yet, and Dave was talking about you the other day. Good stuff, actually. I hope so. <laughs> but about, yeah, but he was like, yeah, he said, it's my homie and shit, so definitely, when we come to, you know, get back, we should hook up and have a few beers or whatever. Right on, brother. All right, man, will you guys yeah. be safe, and uh, I will talk to you guys very soon. Tell hi, yeah, you tell got hi it, everybody. Yeah, you got it, man. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Right on. Take care, man. Bye, big dog. Thanks. Peace. Here's another track off the brand new Edema CD, Kill the Headlights. This is All These Years. Place. 
Thanks, fellas, for being on the show. Don't forget to pick up a copy of the latest issue of Bakotopia Magazine, issue 8, with Edema on the cover. Sure to be a collector's item, so you better go get it before they're all gone. Find out where to get a copy at Bakotopia.com. Peace.